Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to PS We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton calling in from LA. And this is Emily calling in from Nashville. And we are here. We made it work this week. Schedules have been hectic, but we are committed. Oh my gosh, you guys, we're so excited. This episode is going to be split half, half, half into some pop culture updates and then half into wellness updates, I would say, or we're just going to be talking about our life and our routines and what's serving us right now because we want some positivity out there today. We want some positivity and we want to find the good in it all, which I think is very important. And it's something that we like to talk about a lot. And we'll we'll dive into more of that after we we cover our bases of tea. Please (laughs) hit us with the headlines. Um. Okay. The first one, I will go back to Bravo for a little bit because I'm your obviously the Bravo girl on this podcast. And I feel like it is my duty to deliver. So the reunion is tonight, the first part of the reunion. And it's a three-part series, which means that it is loaded, loaded with gossip. And I cannot, can you hear Freddie? No. Okay. Sorry. He's growling up a storm over there. Um, (laughs) Okay, Freddie, calm down. Um, Okay. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. There is a three-part reunion, like I said, and it is gossip loaded. It, from what I've heard, everybody rallies together and goes against Tom and Raquel as they should, because those are the two that created all this chaos and had this seven-month affair. Seven freaking oh, months. My God. Yeah. And she, Raquel was like Ariana's best friend. They took her in and everything. So I know I've gotten into that before and I don't need to dive all the way. But three-part series that starts tonight, and I, I just can't wait. I, I can't freaking wait. And apparently, there, there's more gossip that hasn't come out yet that the rest of the cast doesn't know, and so they're taking a break on filming. And there's rumors. Whoa. I know there are rumors that Raquel is pregnant, but there are just rumors. So wow. See, I, I wish I knew I some part of this so I could contribute some level of excitement. I am shockingly okay. not a Bravo girl. I don't. I can't get into it, but I do love Selling Sunset, and I know we both watch Ooh, that. Love, love, and I can't believe what's coming up with that. I mean, oh my gosh, it's back. season six dropped, and I don't. Is it just one episode that dropped, or is it the whole season? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was just a promo, but I, I need to catch up. You know what? I, though one thing I miss when the whole season dropped because I could sit there all night. And I watch know, it, right? Because I caught I got on late to the train, so I had like a season to just binge, and then maybe even one and a half, and it was amazing. Right? I love when Netflix does that. I feel like there's very the same thing happened with um Stranger Things. There's very few shows yeah, that do yeah. that. And you wait a whole year and then you watch it in like two days and you're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, another, another year where I, where I wait. I need um, it. But yeah, it's, it's so juicy. And with Chris Shell now dating a woman, G Flip and um, Christine no longer a part of the show. And yeah, I, uh, I read too that Mary and Chris had a fallout now in real Mary life. Mary and Chris had a fallout. Mary is now, I feel like the boss in some ways didn't she get a promotion it felt like that at the end of last season right yeah and then heather's pregnant so it's like they're they're all going through stuff yeah yeah Yeah. which is always fun i see this all the time but it's so funny because the outfits that they wear to show houses it's like stop (laughs) you're not wearing that 
to show a house to do anything in it looks like the hunger games you know yes. like the like the the capital when they all travel yes. there and they're wearing these garish costumes and everyone's like where am i that is how i feel selling sunset what is the deal i don't know what in the actual fuck i think they all do it in hopes that they get discovered for something else i mean they're already on tv so i don't i don't know but the glam is over the top i don't know how they're walking around sunset boulevard and whatever shoes they're wearing and I'm never one to say that an outfit is inappropriate because wear whatever you want. If you want it short, you want a low cut, that's fine. I like it. But some of the outfits that they wear when they show houses, I'm like, what the fuck? Well, it's a part of it, right? It's also like, look at my boobs. Absolutely. Give me millions. It's just such a funny thing. (laughs) But what is funny, though, is I saw Chriselle in Mexico two years ago for New what? Year's, the day before New Year's. And I walked up to her at this party because she was she was there. And I was like, tick, tick, tick. And I tapped her on the shoulder and I was like, I just love you. And I do not like Christine. <laughs> and she was like, I love you. And we like took a picture and she gave me a huge hug. And we took it on some random person's phone. I still have never been able to get the, the photo. And Luke was ready to go. He's like, we're leaving. Come on, we're going. And I was like, it's Chriselle. And he's like, okay, we're leaving. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> like, Goodbye. Another episode of Peyton sees a celebrity. I know. I love seeing celebrities, and I love, I love walking that. up to them, and be like, "Hey, girl." Hey. I mean, if you act like you're their best friend, then they're probably more likely to act like you're their best friend. Also, when you're like above the age of twenty-one, and you walk up to someone and you're polite, and you're like, "Oh, you're so awesome." I just, I feel like it, it's, it feels good. You're not like a little fan girl screaming in her, in their face. You're right. And right. Going, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I'd appreciate it. I hope, I hope you get that picture because mm-hmm. one time Jeff took a picture of our friend out on tour. Cause he, there was some singer there and I don't, uh, what's the, who's the singer that goes, look at this photograph. Oh my God. Nickelback. Time, Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> That Our friend amazing. that he was in, a, he's in another band, but we all knew each other from the Swans. Anyway, he took a picture with the Nickelback guy, but it was on Jeff's phone or, or somebody's phone. And they all made this a huge joke for years. I don't think Seth got the picture for five years. Oh, they would send it God. to him with like his face edited out or some like in different ways or like half cropped. They would send him all of these edits for like five years and he finally got it. And I think his life is made. So I hope you get it soon. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Torture. That's amazing. Torture. Well, what, I'm uh, excited about that for sure. I know, right? Oh, and speaking yeah. of tours and whatnot, Miley Cyrus, you said, is no longer touring. Yeah, I read. She said, at least for now, it's like it's not what's right for her. So I mean, whatever, do what's right for you, I guess. Yeah. You but I do, I do feel love- like that's such a big part of being an artist but I guess if you're at her level she's gonna have success no matter not no matter what but it's likely she's doing okay I mean 100% I do think what I was gonna say what I love about her is that she always owns whatever spot in life she is she owns herself and whether or not people are like that's wrong or that's not what you're supposed to do like she's like okay fuck anything that says supposed to I'm gonna do what I need to do to live my life and I do love that energy, that fearlessness about her. I do agree with you. I do right? agree. And and like like what I just said, 
that doesn't matter to her life. It's hers. And she's like, whoa, fuck that too. Like, I'm just going to do what I want, which is great. And like you're saying, she's probably doing it to protect her ment mental health or whatever, you know, she needs to protect. And obviously that's the most important for everybody, first and yeah. foremost. Agreed. I think it's really easy for stars when they are, when they reach her level of fame to just become a commodity and become yeah. an object and to just be like, well, you have audiences and you have people and you have things and you, yes. people look up to you and expect this of you. And like, it's, it must be very challenging to step in to that role and be, say something along the lines of, oh, well, I'm a person. I'm not yeah. a, commo I'm not an object. And I, I want a life and I'm allowed Absolutely. a life. Absolutely. That must be hard. I retract though. a little bit of what I said then, because you're right. Like that's a that's the perspective I was missing. But no, of course, that's what everybody. Nobody is an object. Like, but you're not owned by anybody. And I think, like mm -hmm. what you're saying, the fans often think that they own yeah, a star, right? For sure, they take ownership over them, and it's it's not true, right? And even like the Maddie Healy Taylor Swift yeah. drama awful he's come out to be this like really douchey guy but it's so funny how her fans of her music think they have ownership over who she dates i'm like yes. if she chooses to date a grossy it's on her to date the grossy and date up with the girl it's just an interesting thing that people feel so much ownership over Absolutely. their favorite that stars i you know what i also like grossy i like this word <laughs> Yes, he he's a grossie. There's a I'm lot sorry, of grossies out there, but he is. He is. Maddie oh. Healy is a straight up grossie. Yeah. Hey. Got the gross. Um, and then Tina Turner, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. That news just broke a little bit ago. Super sad. So I, sad. I feel like I see her like as an eternally 40-year-old. Yeah. It's like, you know, she's one of those icons. She's she was what, like 85? She wasn't that old. No, something like that. Or 83, I think I saw. Yeah, it's yeah, but but God. I think I read she had a lot of illness in the last mm. few years. So very sad, very sad. But you know what? She provided a lot for the world, a lot in entertainment. And I think she's super cool. And she'll always be remembered like as just a really cool chick. I completely agree. Right. And I was seeing this thing on um on TikTok about idols of people's idols who pass it's yeah. so funny how you just realize what an impact like how cool would it be to be tina turner's family <sighs> and just see the amount of love that she brought to people's homes and lives and how many things she helped people get through through her words like that's yeah. just such a cool life that she lived such a cool life and i feel like that has to give a little bit of extra comfort during this you know because you're like Oh, she was loved by so many and she put so much out into the world that wouldn't have been here, been there at all if it wasn't for her, like this one person. And that's so special. And it's art, you know, yes. and I, I think it's so, I think we can segue this actually into our topic for today because she was this larger than life person, you know, and everything, everything about her seemed just like wild and glamorous and energetic and that was so celebrated and that's mm -hmm. what I I think that she's known for but you know there's a lot about her that I feel we don't know just like any celebrity and it's 
I, I feel like her family will probably miss those little moments in the days to, in the day to day, right? Not the star that they see on the stage. Like they'll miss their mom or if she cooked, like what was she doing or how they spent their Saturdays and, you know, something that we wanted to really talk about today was just loving the everyday, loving the everyday moments, right? Because we talk mm-hmm. so much about stars and wanting to be stars and chasing it and going after your dreams, which we still want to do and will do, but it's good to take a beat and take a step back and see the magic in your everyday. Exactly. And I think the everyday is the path that gets you to your destined dream or whatever you're supposed to be doing on this earth. And like, yeah, I think it's, I I posted something on my Instagram story today that says, make your life the greatest story yet. And I do think that. that that includes your routines and it doesn't have to just be monotony. And I think that's why I, when I texted you, I was thinking about this because I've restarted getting into more routines in my life and incorporating different things into my day to day. I thought we could maybe share each of our little day to day routines because I do think people fall into this monotony and they think they just get up and do the same boring thing and aren't driven, feel exhausted, drown themselves in coffee until they feel awake enough to go do their Mm -hmm. desk job. And then they're like, the everyday sucks. It's like, well, maybe you're not building a routine that fuels you or actually pushes you in the direction that you're trying to go. Absolutely. Um, You're just on autopilot. You're not even thinking about it. Like you're going through the motions every day. So no wonder you hate your everyday. So I think that's, that's what I thought we could maybe share. And I don't know, do you want to go first? You, what is your, what's a day in the life of Emily? I know every day is different. Totally. And I think that's something that I do like, I think, um, something that I can always count on is it will be different for the most part. You know, I definitely have my normal routine where you get up, you walk the dog, you go to, now I do go to the office every day, at least for a while, which has been different over the last few years, but I go to the office and I get done whatever, you know, I need to do. And I talk with Frank. Um, and then at some point I'm going to exercise and I'm going to likely cook dinner and then watch, you know, a little bit of TV with Jeff or something like that. But those are kind of always the staples in my, my everyday life. Like, like you said, things ebb and flow and come in and out of it. But I like having all of those, but then switching them up. Like lately when I make a coffee, I've been really big into making, um, lavender blueberry lattes. Ooh. Oh, so, so good. So good. Trader Joe's has been selling this, um, blueberry almond milk. Very much recommend it. But you know, it's like changing just little bits of your routine. So it's not just like putting the coffee pot on, waiting for it with my eyes closed. No, I'm actually making something. Or with Freddie, we'll do different routes or I'll let him swim at some point and he gets so excited. With Jeff, it could be a different documentary or or whatever it is. Or we, you know, sometimes we just get into deep talks at the end of the night. And I, I really enjoy that too. Like we could talk anything from like celestial things to what's going on in the music world to children. It's just, I enjoy being able to take different routes on my daily routines. Does that make sense? Yes. It's like spontaneity within the structure that yeah, you that's like to so have, well said. Right? Yes. Well, it's, it, it's, I was just thinking about this today because my boss, my day job, we had like a, a career talk today and I had to do an 
a report basically beforehand to really think about what I wanted out of my life, my career. And the three things that came to mind was freedom, creativity, and relationships. So like from my career, I really need that freedom to explore and have difference. Like you're saying, change it up. Even if it is from nine to five, I work at this day job. I want to have the freedom to have variation and then creativity. Obviously I love creativity and then relationships. Like I want to be able to meet different people and talk to different teams. And I work from home for the most part. So it's helpful for me to, to be a part of projects that include a lot of people so I can go and talk to them. So it is interesting. I agree with you. I think it's important to change it up when you're feeling itchy or uncomfortable or bored, because there's really easy ways to do that. That can be super fulfilling, even if you are sticking with your day to day. Oh my gosh, definitely. And if Mm -hmm. it's, you know, if every night you tend to just kind of unwind on the couch, whatever it might be, like some nights I find myself instead of putting on TV, I'll knit and Mm -hmm. that gets me off of my phone or looking at a screen or, you know, instead of maybe going for a second walk with Freddie, I was cleaning the patio and working on my little garden. So I think Mm -hmm. there's always little things that you can do at different times. And I love that you said those three things because they all are, they're consistent, but they have endless opportunities inside of them. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. relationships, it's always going to be different people mm-hmm. and freedom. I mean, I I'm the same way with freedom. You can be able to, like you said, go for a walk at any time, right? whatever, whatever you, however you want to fill your day, you have that. You're just getting those in between your work hours. Exactly. Exactly. So I think, and then I I think that's, that's key. And I I feel like something that I've been trying to incorporate when I feeling kind of gross and down and I go through these ups and downs, like everyone does. And I've been trying to incorporate more healthy activities into my life for you, but embodying this self that I want to be. Cause I, I do think that's something in the past where it became anonymous. It was healthy, quote unquote healthy. Like I woke up, went to the gym at 530 every day. I always did sprints to start and then weights afterwards. And I was home by seven, eating the exact same smoothie on my bus down to my office, doing the office job, having three coffees a day. Like I could tell you word for word what my routine was because it was the same day for three years. And yes, it was healthy. All the stuff was working, quote unquote, but I was bored out of my mind and hating Mm. my life inside. And so now health to me and like incorporating those routines looks so different. And I I try to do like I wake up. First thing I do is I journal. I wake up at 630 every day, even on weekends. Like that's morning time is important to me. I do a skincare routine that I really like. And I take time on my skin. I work out for 30 to 45 minutes, take Maisie for a walk around the block, pick up a coffee at Verve, and then I'm home ready to eat my breakfast, start my morning. I scroll through Instagram and TikTok and emails at that point. So I try to wait the whole hour before I open my phone. And then I'm feeling just ready. And I already feel proud of myself, as silly as that sounds. It's like- No, that's not silly at all. I think that's amazing. Yeah. You feel like I'm like this, I've done a lot of things and it's nine and that makes me feel good. And I'm more driven to do- more good things throughout the day. And the thousand percent, right. And then the second I do something that's outside of that, I guess I can feel a little spirally. So my daily routine 
has been helping me kind of maintain like this drive and this excitement for life. So like in the afternoon, I'll go for a walk and then I'll come back and I'll have a second cup of coffee in the afternoon and I'll do more of my creative work or I'll podcast with you or I'll talk to my family member. Then I'll play some piano and then I'll decompress by reading a book or watching TV. Lately, it's been TV because I finished my books. And then I'm in bed by nine, watching YouTube, relaxing, um, and I fall asleep by 10. And that structure has been great the last week. Good for you. I That honestly like inspires me and encourages me because I do, I've been feeling gross and, and down to like, I just feel like I'm in a funk. I really do. And I do think a lot of that, and I, I know these are champagne problems, but going back into the office, like going back into the office every day has really just kind of fucked up my, <laughs> my days just because I was used to having the freedom of, I was working all day, obviously, but I could go for a run if I wanted mm-hmm. to. I did have time during the day to go to the grocery store and mm-hmm. then make healthy, you know, dinners or anything like that. And then I could do my reels for Instagram and work on my style or work on our things. And it's not that I don't have time for that now. I have I have plenty of time for anything. Like, so I, I'm definitely making excuses, but it's been really, really hard for me this year to navigate that new kind of just block of time being removed from my day. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I don't know, it's throwing me for a loop for sure. And I, and I, I know there are things that I need to do or I can do to make it better. And I think getting up earlier will be one of those. Um, but yeah, I just kind of feel down about it. Yeah. I, honestly, I totally get that. I feel like if I were to go back to a life where I had to go into an office every day, it would just be really tough to maintain a routine mm-hmm. that actually fulfilled me. So yeah, what, what's your schedule used? Does it, is it, it's every day for eight hours or is it no, half days? No. And I mean, I'm sure people are going to just say, wow, you little bitch or <laughs> whatever, <laughs> but no, I, I get up around seven. I walk Freddie. We, when we get back, he has breakfast. I have breakfast and coffee. Then I get ready and I'm in the office by 930, 9.30 or 10. On, before that, I go and get like a fresh juice for my boss and what he'll have for lunch. And then I'm in there till about 3.30. So I, kn- I know it's not a long, strenuous day, but I will say my job is very mental heavy. You know, I'm there. I'm listening to a lot of like heavy things and feelings and worries and things that need to be changed. And it's, it's taxing, like it, it weighs on me. And so getting that for five hours a day is, is hard. It's really hard on me. And, um, that on top of just being in an office, even though I have a wonderful office, I really do. And just wonderful people. And I love my boss. It's, it, it really sucks me up. You don't have to add a precursor to any of that because I totally understand where you're coming from. You're obviously very blessed and lucky and we all know that, but it's just, it is tough to go into an office, especially when mentally you're in this space of wanting to start your own thing and really blossom at home. And we've all found routines at home. That's for the most part, at least you and I has really been serving. So what are the things about your day that help serve? Like what's an ideal day for you? 
I don't know if there's any set schedule for that. And and I do like that. I like having so the spontaneity. Freedom. Love yes, that. Spontaneity. Absolutely. Yep. Spontaneity, creativity. And I think just reflection on remembering like the good around me. Like I really do. Mm. I think that kind of sounds like cheesy, but I really try and take moments throughout the day to see the little things of what makes the world so wonderful. And so I guess that too would be part of um, nature. Okay. Love. For the so most spontaneity, part. spontaneity. So you, your whole day is open in your yeah. ideal day, right? Like nothing, <laughs> yeah. any, the, anything can happen, right? Yeah. Any adventure. Okay. And then you love gratitude, expressing gratitude about your yeah. surrounding and nature. Okay. What about, you said creativity. The creativity. Yes. Just to be able to, Obviously, working on the girl with no plan, working on this. P.S. We have no plan. And then just having time to explore different things. I've had so many different um, hobbies in the past, or not even, they didn't even become hobbies, like just trying things from painting to doing this plaster thing to baking, now knitting, gardening. Mm -hmm. And I've just loved being able to have the time to jump in it at every time and just like, oh, I saw this. Let me try it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I've got an hour. Let me just see what happens. And I really, I really value being able to do that because, and I don't know if you're like this, but when creativity kind of like sparks, I like being able to jump right in it mm-hmm. because it could, it could fade at a certain time during my mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. So do you like to be at home way? in your ideal day? Do you like to be at home just yeah. in case creativity strikes? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm. It's yeah. weird because I'm definitely a wanderlust, a wanderlust girl, but I'm also a homebody. Mm-hmm. If I'm like in my hometown, I like being home. That makes that makes sense. And then wait, last question for you: How do you feel after this ideal day? So you wake up, you're spontaneous all day. Maybe you go for a walk, you enjoy nature, your home, creativity strikes, you paint you do something new. How do you feel? I feel full and tired. And that's how I want to feel at the end of every day, like Mm -hmm. full of goodness and then tired because I, I love feeling tired because then I know that I put in energy to the day. I love this. See, I'm learning so much about you. This is amazing. Okay. So you like to feel full and tired (laughs) and then what's the end? How do you cap the day? I mean, I don't know. I think it is. I, I love sitting on the couch and watching my mindless shows. I really do. Like, I wish that I could say it was reading a book or, you know, doing yoga or something like that. Like, I really, really wish that that was me. But to be fucking honest, I want to sit on the couch, watch a show, preferably with a cocktail love. So is there a world where you can do that at least once a week, that exact day? I hope. <laughs> well, well, it's just like, like, no, that's such a good question. I think right now, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough right now during the week because of the staff changes with everybody. So now we're very short people. And I think that I need to be there even just presence for our songwriters to show that we're still here. We need to, you know, you are taken care of. Weekends, absolutely can. If I'm not working the flower shop or babysitting. Could those be your times when you're spontaneous though? Or maybe you could carry yeah. around a little notepad and write things down if ideas strike. I love that. 
I mean, I could. I absolutely could. I think that's wonderful. Right? Like I've I've been asking myself these questions, which is why I asked you these. This was my journal prompt this week was just like, what is your ideal day? How do you feel after your ideal day? And how do you incorporate that ideal day more often into your routine? And it's funny because my routine this last week that I just laid out, that's my ideal day is waking up early, doing the journaling, doing the yoga, like all the things I listed. And truly, that's like my perfect day, working from home and having different projects and reading and spending most of my day alone, but capping it off with Luke at night, cooking right now in my life and what I need. That's my ideal day. And it's like, how do I incorporate that more often is just by, I guess, doing it. Oh, you're so right. I feel we... This has, that has been a common thread too of a lot that we said, a lot that we talk about, excuse me, is the only thing holding you back from having something is doing it. Truly. It's it's simple, but it's super hard. Um, And often when you ask people, what do you, what do you want out of life or what's, what, what makes you happiest or what's your ideal day? Often it's simple things. Absolutely. Right. Like that's often what people will respond with. And you're like, oh, great. Super fucking easy. Go do that. At least one just, of those things. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And probably the thing that's holding you back is a routine of doing something that doesn't make you happy. Exactly. And right? then the second you see that, then you're like, oh shit, this big chunk of my day is wasted doing this thing that I'm really unhappy doing that's not serving me, that's not a part of my ideal life. Yes, yes. And it'll yes. be like, maybe that's not right for you. Maybe you should change jobs or maybe you should ask for more time at home or I don't know. Maybe that's the decision factor that will bring you to happiness. I think that that's brilliant. I mean, I I almost think that that's like a light bulb going off, at least yeah. for me. And I in in I bet for a lot of people too. It's it's we think maybe something is a ha- a bad habit, but a habit is something that you have done because over and over, which is routine. And Absolutely. it's hard to it's hard to break those. But you but once again, you have to decide and do. Exactly. And I even watched this thing because I was trying to check myself. Like, I'm so fortunate. I have this job and salary and all these different things that offer me these stabilities and like that, that I'm able to do these things. Yeah. Because of the life I live. And then I was watching this TikTok of this person who was talking. I, I actually don't know her name, but she's a big comedian. And she was saying she was totally broke, had no money, living on like a shitty couch of her friend. And she was trying to make it as a comedian. And someone said to her, She's like, so what's stopping you? And she's like, I'm fucking broke. And he's like, you're not broke. You have no money. (sighs) And she was just like, it was this moment where I was like, you're right. (laughs) I'm not broke. I'm not broken. I am totally talented. I have the drive. I have the dream. I just have no money. So what can I do with no money? That will allow me to do this. So she went to open mic nights and then she went to this and that. And now she's this big star. So it's just... That's I really so good, right? I really yeah. do think it inspired me, and I and I was like, it doesn't matter what you don't have. What what matters is what you do have, and what you decide to do with what you do have. Absolutely, and we put so much value and weight on what we do make or don't make. When this was such a good example of your life does not depend on that. No, nope. it, it maybe definitely aspects helps. of it. it definitely it, helps. Oh, it if helps. You have money. Holy and shit. I love it. And yep. I want it. Yep. Holy shit, it helps. Right. Yes. But your outcome doesn't have to always rely on it. Agreed. And it's the same thing with happiness is the feeling. I was watching this podcast last night. I'm like referencing all these things I was watching. But the podcast last night, 
he said something. He was super depressed and his best friend died in an awful car accident. He's 25, was talking about how happiness is not a choice, but positivity is. And so I was like, how did you get out of depression? He's like, I chose positivity. Anything, any shitty situation that came, I was like, what's the light? Where's the light? Where's the, what's, what's the one good thing I can notice right now? And every day it was small things at at first and then it became bigger things. And then over time, choosing positivity led to happiness. That takes a lot of strength to do that. A lot of strength. But I think that was such a good reminder when I'm sitting there and angry and like, oh, fuck my life. I just had a slice of pie and I'm feeling gross and whatever. What am I grateful for in this moment? Just reminding myself to switch my mindset. Over time, it does help. It does. It does. You're you're so, so right. And it can just be, oh, I don't even know how to like say anything more than that because that was perfectly said. Well, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about it just because I'm, I am a little lost with my career. I don't have any big projects on my plate and I'm trying to start this new thing, but there's a huge writer strike happening still in the right, industry. Right. And honestly, I don't know if it's going to end anytime soon. I think actors and directors are soon going to strike. Oh, really? It's really bad. And AI is looming and technology is scary and corporate is sucking my soul. And it's really, really hard to maintain like a level of this is what I want to do with yeah. life. Oh and yeah. Peach. The 20s suck. It's like so pressureful and I'm sitting at home for most of my life in my twenties when I'm young and cute. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, I need to be out. I need to be looking. <laughs> they, but I don't miss spirally. my twenties. I don't, yeah. but uh, let me tell you, I'm still there at fucking 33. And, yeah. and, and I don't mean that to be discouraging because I also think that I'm maybe I'm, unusual. I always have felt unusual, but I don't think there is a way to do it, you know, but it's so, so hard when like you have wind in your sails and you're feeling yes. so good and energized and you're like, this is it. We're going, here it goes. I've got this. I've met this person. I've got yeah. this going on. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden something comes right up and you at a, you're at a standstill halt and you're like, whoa what the fuck do I do now? Am I just fucked for the rest of my life? What am I doing here? Who do I think I am? Right. Exactly. And that's what's been happening with me. And I'm sure, like you said, you've been there, you're there, that that's, that happens. I, and I do think it is a mindset thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to choose to be positive in this moment. I'm going to choose to say good things are happening. Miracles happen every day. Maybe this is how it starts. Maybe I'll look back on this day and say, that was the day that changed everything. Like I really want to continue to believe those things. And the only way to do that in my mind is to incorporate more of the things you love every single day, act as your higher self, try to feel the feelings that you want to feel. And eventually you'll feel them, you know? Yes. Yes. That's amazing. That is beautifully, perfectly said and seen. (laughs) So anyways, I mean, I think we just needed, I needed a little inspiration back in my life. And I think I the too. way to do that is just to bring it yourself and show up for yourself. But I do think it's, I think it's tough. I feel like I get into these existential deep conversations with everyone in my life. Like I struggle with small talk when someone um, sits down and drinks with me. I'm like, what are your feelings about the world? And how do you trigger happiness in your life and everyone's like okay I want to shoot the shit I don't want I don't I hate talk small talk this. I, I hate 
small talk. I do. Now, let me let me say this though. I I love deep conversations, but I don't like deep conversations right before I'm going to go to bed. And that's what Jeff does. He's ready to get into a deep conversation at 1 a.m. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You lost me. You lost me four hours ago. But I, I love deep conversations because that I really do think that's what connects you. And that's what life is all about. Right. Totally. Totally. It's the, it's the feelings and the motions and like, where do I want to go? Where am I going? Where was yes. I? What is this? What is AI going to do to our lives? My dad yeah. and I talked about that the other day. It's scary. very, it's so scary. And it's very daunting to sit in that alone in a dark place. And so being able to have those deep conversations with somebody else, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's really fucking good for you. I agree. Okay. I'm I'm glad you agree. Cause I, I oh, feel yeah. like small talk is such a scary thing for me. So another part of my ideal day is talking these big conversations with people. Cause I love to know what makes people tick. I think it's oh, so you're fun. so good at that. And you're so good at questions and getting things out of people. Like you really are. You really <laughs> are. <it> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you have a gift for it. Well, thank you. I'm very excited for next episode. I need to prep all my questions because we have a very exciting guest coming. We yes, um, we're putting it out there. She needs to reply to me. I'm gonna bug her right now. Okay, yay! We have a <laughs> but very it's gonna be exciting. amazing. Very exciting. Yes. Okay, uh, and I last thing before we go, yeah, oh, I want to ask you. What is one thing, and maybe maybe you don't need to change anything or implement because it sounds like your routine is really, really good. But if there's one thing you want to add or change, what would it be to make your weeks better? Incorporating more of, which is why it's so helpful to talk through this with a friend, um, more spontaneity. So I just leaving that. room for, because we're not leaving room for spontaneity because when I'm at home doing my things and being like, I'm mentally well. Like I put myself in this little bubble and I feel like Galinda, the good witch, just floating oh, through I love life. Her. But it's like, girl, pop your bubble and go visit the village and see what is happening. You know, and go just, to the village. Like, yes, girl. get a glass get of wine. There. Exactly. Like go not just walk and listen to your music, your emo music and walk along and dream about life. Go sit at a bar and say like, what's happening with you guys? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Do it. Do yeah, it. Yeah, I should do it more. I love that. I love oh that very, gosh. very much. I'm gonna stay committed to getting up early. I and like so that one for you. Keep keep me keep me accountable. I mean, what is I'll early? Keep... What's early? I would like to do five thirty six. Oh, very like, early. Yeah, I used to love the mornings. I really did. I loved waking up before the sun was up. Just having that little love bit that. of dark time, and I miss that. And I need to just kind of like force myself for a little while. And I know once I do, I will be so happy because it's like you. I'll get all of this done before, you know, most people are getting up. It's funny when people are like, I want to find drive and I want to find passion and then I want to find accomplishment. It's like, wake up early. You'll feel <laughs> you'll feel driven. You'll feel like, look at me go. You have yes. this, you have this like energy about you when you wake up early before anyone else says you're like I am fucking better you know it's just I am on a roll let's go I've already had a day before you've even gotten to lunch it's literally (laughs) exactly it's like a confidence boost that people you don't need anything or anyone you just need to wake up two hours earlier and I swear to god you're gonna feel like you walk on water well I'm ready to walk yeah, well, let I'm us know how it goes. Why don't you come I back will. and be like, this was fucking awful. I'm never <laughs> No, you know what it is? I, I need to do it two weeks in a row. I yes. need to do it two weeks. And that is going to be 
that's going to be my goal. I love this. I love this. And I love how we set goals after our wellness talks because I do too. And it helps. We do commit to them. It does help. And, you know, we might not be completely on it every single day, but it's a reminder and we're just going to keep after it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, because we still spontaneate, spontaneate, spontaneous, spontaneously, spontaneously. (laughs) That was hard. (laughs) We still need to be able to spontaneously sleep till eight if we want. Exactly. (laughs) Don't dare me with a good time. (laughs) Why am I turning so red? I don't know why my like face has been so red this episode. Because I I got a facial yesterday. (laughs) Oh, you beauty queen. Oh, you know. (laughs) Anyways. The girl over there just glowing. (laughs) Just glowing. Oh my God. I had a poppy. Have you anyone ever had one of those? Have you had that? It's like a prebiotic drink. I'm such an LA girly, but it really oh, hurts my stomach. It makes oh, me feel a little no. like woozy. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe you need to go to the bathroom. Let it out. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, everybody, I hope you have a good bathroom break. Thank you for listening to PS We Have No Plan. You can find us across all socials as PS We Have No Plan. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too and they said, this is a